Hello, everybody, and welcome to Coffee with a Therapist on this wonderful Wednesday. I'm actually doing it a little early today because I'm doing actual coffee at 9 a.m. this morning, so I wanted to honor being able to do the videos and maybe getting this to you earlier rather than later, so here we are. I also wanted to say that today's topic was inspired by the fact that I've been putting out various videos on TikTok um, at my handle at Jenny Ann Helms, and there was a specific TikTok that actually ended up going viral, much to my surprise, about trauma and the brain. And in the comments, it's been so great to get feedback and have different questions, so I'm actually going to be answering some of those questions on this platform, and I'm really excited about that. But one of the questions that kept coming up time and time again was, can this be healed? You know, if I've had trauma that's impacted the way my brain is wired, can that be healed? And first things first, yes. We know that most trauma can be healed. Now, I don't want to make a blanket statement because I know that there's always outliers. And I think sometimes when people are talking about the actual structure of a brain and if it's a traumatic brain injury that completely changes the structure of the brain, that might be very different. Even with that, I will say the research and science has been very um, positive in showing how resilient our brains are at using other parts of our brains um, and how resilient our brains can be in finding balance in different ways. So that isn't to say that if we've had you know, structural brain damage that there isn't any hope for us or that can't be healed in different ways. I think that there's a lot that we can do and, you know, I'm one to kind of focus on how it can be helpful and how we can heal those parts. But I want to talk about childhood trauma and how that shapes the way our brains are formed and the different thoughts that we think about and the different paths that we myelinate, which is a word for basically like the paths that we wire throughout our lives, um, how those can be changed. And we have seen that trauma happens in childhood absolutely 100% can be changed and healed. And I've seen that in my own life. I've seen that in the lives of several of my clients. Um, so it's not just something I've read about. It's something I've completely experienced for myself. And I've experienced seeing that for other people. And I want to address the two different parts that we typically have to talk about. I wonder if there's a dog outside. Nora's kind of, I don't know if you hear her. She's uh, getting really excited. Um, so we have to address two different pieces of that. There's trauma that we can heal up here and in our cognitive mind and how we remyelinate pathways and how we rewrite stories and narrative. And there's also trauma that's stored in our bodies. And we, we can't just heal one or the other to have the full healing of trauma. And so I think often in people's trauma healing journeys, they maybe have tried to heal one part or the other. And then been very confused that maybe their trauma isn't fully resolved or healed because they've only worked on one piece of it. And often I use the metaphor in therapy that, you know, it's almost as if we have a roof that's leaking and it has multiple leaks and we, you know, we try to do one thing and we address it. And so we address that one leak, but then we're like, why is my house still leaking? Right. And I, I've seen that be people's experience of therapy and trying to heal their trauma where they might address the brain part or they might address the body part, and then they don't quite understand why they're still having different trauma responses and reactions in their lives. And so when I talk about the brain part, typically what I mean is that when we go through childhood, 
you know, things that might seem insignificant or mundane, or, you know, we might write off as an adult as, you know, that was just a comment some bully made. You know, it's different looking back on it with our adult brains because we have what we call theory of mind where we can understand different situations and problems and critically think about them. Whereas when we're a kid, we internalize a lot of things that are not about us because we don't have our full prefrontal cortex fully developed yet. And so what we have to remember is going back through childhood trauma, we have to rewrite those stories as adults now because often we could have created a story when we were four, eight, 12 years old that we are still living our lives by as adults. And it's not necessarily always very conscious, like we're not really thinking about that, but as I unravel trauma and different narratives and stories and therapy with people, these stories and rules were often created by a much younger brain that wasn't fully developed. And so part of the work that we do in healing the brain is rewriting those stories and helping people to actually have awareness and catch those cognitive distortions and beliefs that they probably created a long time ago. And, and having them be able to see the ways that these cognitive distortions or these different lenses that they developed or ways of seeing life to try to protect themselves from things that made a lot of sense as a kid no longer serve them in their adult lives and are actually probably wreaking havoc on their ability to have you know, amazing careers and relationships and live the lives that they're really, truly wanting to live. So when I, that's a very general way of talking about, you know, what we do in therapy with the brain. But generally speaking, that's what we're working on. We're working on developing awareness, rewriting those stories and the meaning making we made of things, um, helping to heal those lenses of the world, building trust in ourselves and other people in the world. Those, that's the brain piece typically. And sometimes when I talk about the trust piece, I think of it more as like an existential and a spiritual piece, whether you're religious or not, because um, often we have to go there. We have to talk about the existential when we're healing trauma. So now I want to talk about the body piece. Even in my own journey, I had done amazing work in the brain piece and like also healing relationship trauma through boundaries and just learning different ways of viewing the world and, and myself and other people. But the problem that would come up for me is I still had trauma that was stored in my body. And so this would manifest itself when I was having, you know, conflict with a significant other or just conflict in other areas of my life. I would notice that at times, depending on the trigger or the narrative that was still there, um, my body would sometimes over respond or feel overly anxious or upset in situations that my brain was kind of calm about. So my brain was actually like, okay, I understand what's going on. I can logic my way through it and I totally get it. But my body was still responding as if it were a crisis or if there was some sort of really big conflict or emergency. And so during that part of my journey, I realized, okay, I still have work to do here. Um, because it was really frustrating to be in these moments where logically I felt very clear-headed, but then my body was still responding in ways that, that seemed like I was still going through trauma. And that's when I learned that our body keeps the score and we have to heal trauma that's stored in our bodies as well. We can't just do the brain work. We have to also heal our bodies. So at that point in my journey, I 
started to work on nervous system regulation and doing different things like yoga and belly breathing and all the things that honestly I really did not like at first. Um, It wasn't comfortable for me. My brain had a hard time understanding the value of it. But the more that I practiced it and the more that I actually learned how to connect with my nervous system and like, you know, be more in my body, I was able to have these different experiences of having my body react in those moments and actually use those skills when I was feeling really reactive and triggered to calm myself. And then going through that experience, so experientially I I would go through that and know like my body would start to learn, I'm okay. This thing is okay and I don't have to have this fight or flight physical response to what's going on or I don't have to feel super anxiety about it. And I had the skills I needed to get through those uncomfortable moments um, with those body regulation techniques and really, you know, just developing an awareness of how my body was responding to events, even when my brain was like, everything's okay. So I wanted to share that with you. And I wanted to share the different ways that I've been on this journey. And I'm I'm still on this journey. I don't think that any of us are ever 100% healed from trauma. And that's totally okay. But I will say I've healed a lot of it and I feel like I've done a lot of work there and my life, the way that I view the world, the way I feel in my body is so, so, so different and it's just a safe, much safer place to be and that's, that's what I hope to help my clients get and receive and that's what I hope to share with you that you can understand that the world can be a better place, being in your body can be a better place your relationships can be better and more nourishing and calm and loving and enjoyable. Um, And those are the things that happen when we heal trauma and, and go on our ongoing journey of healing trauma. So there you have it. Trauma can be healed. Absolutely. I've seen it for myself and in my clients. Um, And I just wanted to remind people that it's really important that we address both the brain and the body parts of healing trauma. I'd love to hear your thoughts. If you have any questions, I definitely have a couple more on TikTok that I'm going to be answering. So have a wonderful Wednesday, and I will check in with you guys tomorrow.